On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano, tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin. One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as tins go rusty This boyhood story had to end And with that music, it means it is the start of the weekend. Six minutes after four in New South Wales, six after three in Queensland. Good morning, wherever you might be. Boy, oh boy, it is absolutely as warm as humid outside. Only 16 degrees in Sydney at the moment, but you feel the heat the minute you step outside. Lots to talk about on today's program, but first of all, let's find out how the gypsy is going. Good morning, Mr. Blake. How are you? I'm good, Grant. Kieran, how is everyone this morning? Not too bad. We'll say hello to Kieran as well. Good morning, Kizza. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Uh, the boat looks good, Al. Thank you, Kieran. Yes, we've got it all nice and clean and shiny down here at Painesville. That photo, you see, um, Alan sent through a photograph, listeners, of the boat um, in the night with all the lights on or as the sun was setting. Absolutely, you've got to make a, uh, you've got to blow that up and put that up on the wall. That looked absolutely fantastic, Alan. Congrats to you and the team. Thank you. Yeah, no, it, uh, Adam did that and uh, he just happened to be walking down the wharf and took a couple of shots and it was uh, quite nice. That was at uh, Lake's entrance. Yeah, just absolutely beautiful. So you explain to everyone what you're doing down there. Uh, it's a classic uh, wooden, well, actually a classic boat rally on fiberglass and wood and um, in lovely little place, Pines, all this Gippsland, isn't that a nice area? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Victorians swear by it. Yeah, look, I hadn't been down here before. Never realised how big it was and how nice it is. At, I, uh, did, I didn't we'll talk know about that. it during the morning. Mm. I, I wasn't aware that the Mexicans swarm. <laughs> Actually, there's a, a couple of nice spots down here. And what I am impressed with is the infrastructure that the local maritime authorities put in with all the wharves they've got. And they've got a colour coding system on the wharves. I'll send you through a photo of it during the morning. But, you know, the colour coding tells you how long you can stay for and what you can do and, and who it's set up for. And I think our maritime could have a look at it and might learn something. Okay. In, in what respect? So, like, the um, are we talking about mooring boys and things here or...? No, actually, wolves. Okay. So the wolves are colour-coded so that if it was, say, for argument's sake, a blue, um, if the pylons were blue, you can stay there well, for X amount of hours. It's, it's not, they put an edging around the, the side of it. So there's, there's blue, there's wet, there's white, and there's yellow. So, you know, you can stay there for four hours or this is only for commercial vessels. Or, and it's, so oh. everyone knows what they're doing and what's going on. That's it's a great way to do things. Absolutely. Well, it, well certainly is because it's, it's taking on board the uh, the language barrier that we have and colour is something that is noted around the world. But even That's right. Uh, you're right. But even beyond that, I mean, 
if you go, if you're up touring and you go into an area, you have to grab your Navionics, look at the wharf, select it, then go through, and it's difficult to do on your phone, right? Especially when the sun's beaming down on you. Find mm-hmm. out what you know, then go through and read what that wharf's all about, or look at your charts, or look at your cruising guide. Um, which most people, I, I look at my cruising guide before I actually leave the port, so I've got a rough idea. But how much easier is it just to look up and go, okay, that's red, I can stay there for X amount of time, or that's no, right. I'm not allowed to go in there. It's a top idea. Yes, and, and the infrastructure is very good in the lake system around this area. It's, uh, yeah, I think we could learn a lot from Victoria on this one, which oh. I hate to say most of the time, but uh, <laughs> it, it is the case. <laughs> you should be smiling Formula One's back on this weekend. Yes, I actually just saw the end of the qualifying. It was quite good. I have had a bet. Have you? I have had a bet. Okay. 26 well, to 1 I've got about Fernando yes. Alonso winning the uh, Bahrain Grand Prix. And I'll, I'll come out and say straight up, just to be up front, gamble responsibly. And, of course, I did bet with the tab, but I didn't work for the tab. So I, I'm, I'm biased in, in that respect, but i just declare that up front. I got 26 to 1 about it because I have got mail. <laughs> yes, got I think he's P4 or P5. Oh, yeah, well, that's like talking to the horse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, my, my attitude is I still reckon Max Verstappen is the man to beat, but at 26 to 1, if if, if I'm hearing male that, um, no, 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 you might be backing the wrong horse there, I'll take it at 26 to 1. It's worth five bucks to me to, just to keep in the game for a bit of a laugh, so it'll be a bit of fun. Yep, all the Rev Eds will be on board now. <laughs> five dollars doesn't do any damage. It gives you an interest in it. That's what it's all. No, about. I'll give him five dollars on your behalf as well. <laughs> I'll give him ten dollars. Five dollars for you and five for me. Make sure it's cash, Grant. When I told Kimmy about it, she wanted on. I said, Kimmy, I don't think you've ever had a bet in your life. I'll, I'll put five dollars on for me. Okay, sweet. So it cost me ten. My five dollar bet cost me ten. But anyway. <laughs> I think he came third there last year, didn't he? Yeah, he was on the podium there last year. I, and right, yes. I still believe I still believe he can beat Perez home. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with fishing. I just thought I'd mention that for those that want to have a little bit of a bet. And the talking sport team, Ramwick Race 5, number 7, floating. Well, is there I better write it down. Write it down. What is it? Race 7. Race Race five, number seven, floating, and number eight, miracle spin. Put them in a multi or a quinella or a trifecta. Oh, se- seven and eight, okay. That's from the talk and sport team. That's it, Randy? <laughs> yes. Right. Very good. <laughs> We're desperate. We are desperate, Sal. We are desperate. <laughs> That's one word for us. <laughs> Let's talk some fishing. We'll take a quick Why? break. On the other side of this, we'll come back and catch up with Bradley Ekman and take a look at Lake Macquarie. Talking sport. Weekdays from three. The pressure lays with those that have got some major signings. That would include my old joint, the Bulldogs. Got the coach, Cameron Serrato, on the line. I don't have to tell you about that word, pressure, but how are you handling it after the tough back end of last year? Oh, I enjoyed a lot of parts of last year, and I I learned a lot of lessons as well, but they're doing a lot of hard work, enjoying each other's company, and they're working together. And, oh, I'm really enjoying going to work every day and, and being part of it. This is 2SN. I talk to many passionate Australian cricket supporters, not one disappointed fan, not one. The big winner, obviously, is Test Cricket, as we all agree. The 12 overs, the way he did, at express pace, never let up. He was unbelievable. 
I work outside in a million degrees every day taking care of high-rise resort gardens and I put the radio on in the afternoon, you kick in at 2 o'clock and, and I just don't notice what's going on around me. I just have a chuckle and power through the last couple of hours. Whew. So thank you very much for doing that. Talking Sport, weekdays from 3. Kia's most awarded SUV just got better. Get ready for the new, refined, seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, with a dual 12.3-inch panoramic display and Kia Connect technology. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service. Delivered with a friendly smile. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local choices. The best within a country mile. Next time you're refueling your car, look out for Sunny the Kookaburra at your local Sunrise, a trusted and independent local store. There's over 1,200 stores Australia-wide. Visit newsunrise.com.au and do what the locals do. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service. The best within a country mile. Whether you're a busy household looking for family-friendly options or love the feel and comfort of luxurious natural wool, or maybe it's a healthy choice asthma-friendly carpet, then Choices Flooring has the range, colours, textures and savings you've been looking for during our Carpet by Design sale event. Go online at choicesflooring.com.au and discover the carpet solution that's just right for you. With savings across the range, now is the time to visit your nearest Choices Flooring showroom. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. 2SM. Have your say. Call 131269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Desperately sitting here at 15 minutes after four in New South Wales, 15 after three in Queensland, trying to up. It's very difficult to upload in a radio studio. There's never any reception. But Alan has very kindly sent through that sign that you were talking about a few moments ago, Alan. Can't be clearer, can it? White around um, the the pier means temporary birthing zone, maximum time limit of 48 hours per port service regulations. Vessels can be unmanned. Yellow is a loading zone. Uh, loading zone of picking up passengers and cargoes. Vessel must be manned at all times. Blue is short term. Time limits as indicated. Vessel can be unmanned. And red means no go, Joe. That is so much the same as transport road rules. Yeah. It, it's, it's not rocket science, is it? No. How simple is it? For all the boaters so you can use it. And you know, I just New South Wales Maritime or transport for New South Please have a look. Well worth doing. Well worth doing. You know yeah. something else is well worth doing? No. Bradley Ekman. See, so he's on the he's he's up early and he's fired yeah. up. He's what ready to go. They, what do they recognise as the renegade blue water child? Yep. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Bradley. How are you? 
Good, mate. Yourself? Not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a bit of action out there anyway. It's been a bit hectic. It's been good. Do it's tell. Do tell. Yeah, we've been... Oh, the lake is actually on fire, like Jewfish, uh, Broom, Snapper, Flathead, Taylor, like, and some Kingfish in the channel and in the lake. And then, um, yeah, a lot of dolphins, like dolphin fish around the fat and um, lots of reef fish around as well, like Traglin and Snapper and... Everything's been really, really good fishing this week. How many times have you managed to get out during the week? Uh, three times. Nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been great. It has anyway, and um, yeah, lots of fish around at the moment, so it's really, really good. Hey, you never mentioned whiting. No, I don't really. I'm catching them at the moment in the channel, but um, right. I haven't sort of been fishing for whiting, but I know there's a lot around there at the moment, so they are around in... You know, in the Sand Islands and around the Swansea Channel, it's quite good for them. There's been lots of them being caught, and they've been catching them off the um, beach and off uh, Blacksmith's Breakwall as well, at the bottom of the tide. Halfway along, the, there's a bit of a spot there where everybody sort of um, yeah, lines up to catch a few anyway. There is, so there's been plenty of them around. But the tailor, like, there's a lot, a lot of really good-sized tailor in the lake, and it seems to be a little bit out of season, but there's so many of them, and so many bait fish around and yeah everything's around chasing the bait fish i guess now i heard from talking up and down the coast yesterday <clears throat> with the various tackle stores the shark activity has been a lot quieter this week yeah i haven't seen any i haven't but um mm, that's what they were saying to me you know where the bronze whalers for the last two weeks have been pounding away on the beaches and into the mouths of estuaries and so forth but uh, they've been very quiet. Been... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. All right, like I know along um, uh, at the front of Blacksmith Beach, there's a little reef and there's a lot of you know it's a bait reef. Where everybody catches bait and up along the beach there, they, you know, all the bonito and slimy mackerel and tailor and that. They're usually very, very active in the afternoons, and the sharks are really on them all the time there. But um, yeah, the last sort of probably week and a half now, the sort of um. Haven't seen them around there as much either, you know, and it's sort of like one of their main sort of hunting grounds, I guess. And yeah. it's been a bit, been a bit quiet there. They have, and even in the lake, I haven't seen any hammerheads around at all lately either. Oh, I was going to ask you that because you, there's usually a good influx of hammerheads in that lake. Oh, there's plenty of them around in here. They'll be still in here, but just haven't seen them. And there's that much bait fish around for them as well at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, I'd imagine for him, you know what I mean, at the moment, that's for sure. We're, we're talking about the water temperatures are way up too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, it's certainly really, really warm water at the moment. If you go out, like, marlin fishing, you're going to see 28 degrees. But um, even on the inshores, it's like 24 degrees, and it's sort of, um, you know, really, really nice water. It is. Yeah. Do we take a cake? A cake of soap, and it's 28 degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's warm enough for a shower, that's for sure. Uh, Alan, I think you wanted to ask something? No, no, no. Just listening, it sounds like the fishing's very good up there at the moment. I haven't been in contact with the weather up there to know what's happening, but... Uh, it's hot. The humidity is a shocker, isn't it? We had a good storm there a couple of nights ago, and it blew, you know, pretty hard, but um, it didn't last long, but the humidity is just, like, 
Yeah, it's a bit tropical. It is like Queensland, I guess. Well, I, I, I've got up at 2 o'clock this morning and just could not believe it. There is a very mild southerly making its way up the coast. Um, Monday, however, <laughs> as Blakey knows from chatting to him yesterday, um, offshore, uh, sustained 25 to 27, gusting 35. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going sailing this week, Bradley. I'm staying at home. Um, the official forecast says north to northwesterly. This is needs to be updated, I will add. does need to be updated. Um, we're looking at north to northwesterly, 10 to 15 knots shifting south to southeasterly, 15 to 25 knots in the morning. Winds decreasing um, to southeasterly, 10 to 15 knots by the evening. Seas around one metre increasing to one to one to two metres uh, during the morning. The swell will be easterly below one metre, tending northeasterly one to 1.5 during the morning, then decreasing to one metre around midday. 70% chance of a shower. Yeah, and don't forget the tides here at Fort Denison in Sydney Harbour. The uh, low tide was at 108 this morning. That was one and a half metres, but uh, that was the high. We've gone from 1.52, dropping down to 0.67 at 7.33 this morning. Then you have another high this afternoon at 13.23. That'll be 1.27 of a metre. And another low tonight at 7.13.66 of a metre. So things are going to be reasonably good early this morning, but according to the models, and I'm just looking at uh, the ECMWF, the European modelling, um, they're suggesting at around about around about 11 o'clock the winds are going to start to pick up a little bit. They'll be up around 19, then then 20 by between 2 and 3 o'clock or around 3 o'clock and then increasing as the afternoon goes on. So if you're going out, Mr. Mr. Well, Ekman, I, do I it early. I was listening to another radio station on the way in this yeah, morning. Yeah, where's the support? Where's the support of our crew yeah. overnight they, here, bro? I know I should have been listening to Dave, but the silly old Merc wouldn't go on 12.69 well, this morning. I'm an oil electrician. I'll go down and fix it for you. We, the Very man good. needs support. He supports us. He needs support. Sorry. He, he needs more than support, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they were saying that we're going to get winds gusting up to 50. No. So, no. so I, I was very interested to hear what our newsroom had to say. So, uh, yeah, so that's way out of touch. So those who listen to other stations shouldn't be doing that anyhow. There's so, only one radio, that's the Super Radio Network. Yes, exactly. That's why you listen to this this place, because we get it right most of the time. I, I like the way Kieran's trying to dig himself out of the hole. Yeah, yeah, the shovel's not big enough. And if it was up around 50, let's be honest, Alan, all you'd be doing is going out to the airport and doing uh, crosswind landings. You know, there's perfect weather for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, are you heading out today, my friend? Yes, going out at 6am bridge and uh, it's a half a day trip and, yeah, we're back in at lunchtime anyway, basically. What? And... That, 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 hang on, 6am? What, what are you on the afternoon shift? Don't you usually get the five o'clock out? Oh, sometimes, yeah. They're keen, but they're not as keen today. <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah, it's a nice day, but I'll tell you, it's glamour here at the moment. It's sort of, um, well, it's, like the glass here. Brad, it's still dark at six o'clock anyhow. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Really, it, it's really five o'clock. Yeah, but it's, at five o'clock, we, we went out, well, it was it uh, just before New Year's? We both yeah. pulled out of the Swansea Channel. It was dark. But by the time you got out to the grounds, it was the sun was up and, like, well and truly up. Well, that's what yeah. you need. And it's the best time of day, isn't it? 
That's happy hour time in the morning for the fish. Oh, happy hour for the skippers too. Just beautiful conditions. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing when you watch the sunrise over the ocean anyway, it is, that's for sure. Will you go watch the sunrise over the ocean, and if people want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? Well, they can just give us a buzz, uh, 0437 389 097, or stick us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages. Sounds perfect to me. Brad, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great day. Bradley yep. Ekman there from Renegade Blue Water Charters. You're pointing at me. That scares me, Yeah, Karen. that is because if you want to enjoy what looking at the sun rising and the sun setting, you need a boat. You do. Oh, where do you get a boat? <laughs> I was just about I thought I was just gonna bury him there. I thought, no, I can't. He's not here to defend himself. I would suggest yeah. Blake's Marine. Up the road? Go to the boat show. Yeah, up the road. It's Windsor a boat road. show every day. Up there it is. Ask uh, Stevie Bowler, he'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. He agrees. But what do you got on special out there, Al? Or do you need to ring someone? Al. 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 Hello. Well, he's yeah. not here, so we'll it's, just... We'll, no, you're doing such a good job, boys. I was, I was just letting you go. There's no problem. I was just going to cut 50%. I'm glad you jumped in. I was going to cut 50% off the Stacer and just let you bury it. <laughs> Suddenly into a fizz. <laughs> There's some, some very good things happening in the next uh, week to 10 days, but um, they're embargoed at the moment, so I can only put teasers out there. It's worth a call to 4577-6699 to speak to Lee or Ken. And uh, they can tell you, but I'm not allowed to put them on air yet. I'll get in trouble. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Will they know? Yes. They'll know. Of course they'll know. They live and breathe this stuff, Kieran. That's right. That's the difference, isn't it? That is the difference. It's like the guy, um, Travis Weeks from the Marine Rescue. Last night, Al, at 9.27, he sent me a message saying, Kieran, we're going to talk to Mike Hammond later on this morning. Can we um, get you asked about the rescue they had to perform last night down there at uh, Off Eden? Yes, yeah. So there was a big marathon rescue took place off Eden, so that'll be interesting to find out what that was all about. Yeah, they've got good facilities down there at Eden too. They're just on the edge of the wharf and uh, they've got a nice boat down there, so is the water police. Yeah, the difference, I was saying to Grant, this is the difference. Well, what we got, see, once before we used to have this sort of situation with fisheries and with transport like uh, the maritime. Here we go, soapbox, I'll get it. No, Out. no, no, not on my soapbox, I'm just putting it, telling it as it is. Before, oh, he's got the bloody milk crate up on the counter. I found the soapbox. Unreal. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, uh, we don't have the people participating. You know, uh, before Bobby Martin would always answer, then there'd be Maxie Whitnell, then came along Pete Turnell. They'd all listen to the program and people ring in with complaints or situations and they would address it there and then on the spot. Look out, he's brought it around, put it around here for me. (laughs) Unbelievable. Turn the TV off. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Just talk so, amongst yourselves. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, think those, I think the people of that level now, their hands are tied by the upper management that won't let them talk. Yeah, well, I don't know. Grant hasn't said that uh, anything's happened. We sent a, a request to uh, Chris Minns, the Premier, uh, whether he could come on. We want to, I wanted to have a chat to him about just... 
is he addressing the situation with Moriarty leading up fisheries who has no idea what she's talking about, can't even recognise a, a local fish, and uh, Maritime has disappeared. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think you'll get him somehow, Kieran. <laughs> no, I don't think he wants to answer the question. He's got enough problems with everything else. Houses is a big thing. I love the way they're going to knock everything down and build 25, 30, 40, 50,000 houses. Where are they going to get the, the workers from? Oh, Kieran, it's, it's, it's um, government by press release. You don't need to fulfil it. You're just going to put the press release out. That keeps everyone happy for a while. Then when you we have forgotten about that, we'll put another press release out. See, send them all quite down to it, down south. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to desperately get on the, uh, trying to get on the uh, onto Facebook so I can post the. Fo- I've taken a photo of the uh, the soapbox next to Kieran. I, I think that could become our new new high tide logo. <laughs> but I can't get on the internet in the studio at the moment. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to head down the south coast and catch up with Captain Ross O'Brien. It is 29 and a half after four in New South Wales, 29 minutes after three in Queensland. How are you going? I'm Gary Stewart. In the hot seat till midnight tonight. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was also spotted in the crowd on Friday night along with his fiancée, Jodie Hayden. Some slammed the 60-year-old for attending the concert during a cost-of-living crisis. One wrote, great job, Albo, as Swifty and the strains are getting poorer. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Good luck to all those people that are going. Good on you. Good on you. Let your hair down. Have fun. We only live once. And for all those people crying poor with the cost of living, suck it up, princess. Do something about it rather than sit there whinging. Give up the cigarettes and the grog and the poker machines. That might help. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I, I love hearing you fire up. I think that's fantastic. Well, <laughs> I just get a little bit dirty with people not liking that. someone else having fun. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 359. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customisable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. Drive an EV, choose Hankook's Ion Tyres. The Ion Tyres are engineered exclusively for your electric vehicle for noise reduction, longer tread and battery life and improved driving stability. Hankook Ion, official partner of Formula E. Our bathroomware stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroomware, like exclusive Timberline Vanity, 30% off. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Imagine if you could transport yourself from your car to this one. Discover the Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Serenity in the front, harmony in the back. With Lanekeep Assist, avoid the horns and the headaches. Not to mention the choice of six or seven seats to suit all your family's needs. Enjoy a $2,000 factory bonus for a limited time only at your local dealership today. Imagine that, Hyundai. 2SM. Have your say. Text us on 0458 049 209. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 27 to 5 in New South Wales. You're listening to High Tide with Grant Boyd and Kieran Riki and Alan Blake. And Kieran's sitting on the other side at the moment. I've posted a photograph of him with his soapbox on Facebook and he's sitting there admiring himself at the moment. Now, they haven't updated the Bureau of Meteorology. They haven't updated the uh, the forecast, but I'll give you what I have. Broken Bay to Port Hacking, as said earlier, north to north westerly, 10 to 15 knots shifting south to southeasterly, 15 to 25 knots in the morning. Winds decreasing to southeasterly, 10 to 15 in the evening. Around one metre will be the swell increasing to two during the morning. The swell will be easterly below one metre, tending north uh, easterly, one to 1.5 during the morning, then decreasing to one. For uh, Cape Morton <laughs> to Point Danger. Uh, northerly 10 to 15 knots tending north to northwesterly during the morning then becoming northerly in the afternoon winds reaching up to 20 knots south of uh, Point Lookout in the afternoon seas around 1 metre increasing to 1 to 1.5 metres inshore during the afternoon the swell will be easterly around about 1 metre and they're expecting a mostly a fine day You wanted to say something Mr Riggie? I just wondered whether I could do that little story that Jackie Price sent me that I sent you. About the woman that walked into the kitchen. I don't like where this is going, Alan. No, Uh, I'm I'm, I'm jammed. Hit the mute button, I think. Okay, I've got delay ready to go. Tell us what you want to tell us. Okay. Well, Jackie Price sent me this little story. Send it down to you, Al. Where a woman walked into the kitchen to find her husband stalking around with a fly swatter. So she asked, what are you doing? He said, I'm hunting for flies. Oh, killed any yet? That's what she said. He said, yep, three males and two females. That was the answer he gave her back. Intrigued, the wife asked, how can you tell them apart? The husband's reply, three were on beer cans and two were on the phone. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, I'll get into trouble with school teachers and push bikes. Now I'm in trouble with all the women. <laughs> Alan, save us. Talk about something sensible for us, would you? Okay, let's catch up with Captain Roscoe down at Kiama. Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, listeners. What a glorious, glorious morning for the world to have, isn't it? When oh. I'm alive, I feel good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave yeah. that one alone, Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> How's the fishing plan down there? Oh, it's still a bit slow, mate. I'm like the uh, boys are whispering around town. I mean, when it goes quiet for you, here's a whisper. No one's jumping up and down, you know. But um, they're, they're still getting a few feed, uh, good feed down south. A lot of the Bonito have gone out further, so they might be on the way up to you guys or something. But... Uh, the, apparently around um, 
the blowhole and areas like that that Benito really backed off. So I'm considering the current, maybe, well, I don't know what the current's doing at the moment, but um, it was raking downhill. I don't know if it still is, but um, that would have caused all the, all the bonitos to get frisky. But uh, the river's working well again. The river seems to be just at its peak at the moment, which is unusual. The, the neat uh, uh, ludric. <laughs> I'm going to get used to saying that. Yeah, the Ludwig up the river seemed to be a lot better than what they were, and they were good last week, so they're, uh, they're gaining. Um, a lot of good bait for them. The boys have been using prawns. They're loving the weed from up the top of the river. If you run up there and get a bit of weed, I think you'll be happy. Um, they're mainly in, in, in against the walls, okay, and at the railway line as well. They're in where the brim usually are, but the brim are there as well, so it's a bit of a lucky bit. But um, boys said that they are taking nippers and prawns as well, so it'd uh, be worth a trip up there if you've uh, got time to get up the top. It's not a long run. That's quite comfortable up there. It's out of the wind, and, uh, and it's not too deep to get your nippers. You can actually sit on the boat and get them. Um, so there, there's a plus place to be at the moment. Now, the farms had a lot of small stuff. Um, a lot of it will be gone now, I think, because they're, they're gone out with the tide. And I think you'll do all right up on the northern side along the bank there, if you can, or along the, the, the rocks. If you can be careful there, as long as it's not breaking from the south, uh, you should be safe there. But please, if you if you if you run sure, don't go out. That's simple. Um, and if you do go, make sure you've got all the safety procedures with you. Um, around the back of Mass Point yeah. and down to the gantry. Uh, are getting fish. Now, one guy told me he got some pennies. I don't know about that. But he said he got some. Um, there's uh, quite a bit of kingies. Uh, I think there's a lot of um, uh, snapper in close now around there. I think it will move off the end of the farm and down into where you said the people were the other week when you were down, yeah. mate. So that's looking good there. That might be worth the trip there. Um, out wide, another one has been outside. Um, oh, I'm looking at the... Roscoe, you're just going a little bit dark later on us again, bud. Maybe Roscoe? Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. you're just going a bit yeah. dark later on us again. Could you just uh, give that another go offshore? Yeah. Okay, offshore, there, there should be fish out there. I haven't seen any boats go out this week, so I'm predicting maybe they'll be out there tomorrow and uh, we'll see what goes on from there. Now, the thing about there, they are past 50 fathoms. Okay, I know that because one of the boys told me. So they're up around the 60 fathom mark. Now, um, I only know that because... He come back in early because 
he had to do something. Mm. But uh, I think it was a bit sloppy out there. That's why he came in personally. But um, yeah, so it's, it's worth having a look tomorrow. It's worth trying a few of those places out. But if you really want a good feed, I'd head up to the river, mate. No problem at all. That sounds good, Rocco. Thank you for that. No worries, boys. Now you have a great day. And uh, I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you, Roscoe. That was great. Now we move a little bit further north. Let's go to Aaron Langdon, Lunatic Fishing. How are you, Aaron? I'm good, mate. What have you been up to? I've uh, been up. Been out last weekend for a nice little fish and managed to get a few nice snapper on uh, some shallow reefs there. Okay. So, bit, speak a bit more clearly. Whereabouts are the little reefs? Where? Uh, no, so no the, latitude the, and longitude. We just like no, <laughs> yeah, you're after the GPS coordinates. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> you don't need to be that specific, Aaron. Hand them to you straight on. <laughs> no, I was so I was fishing um, between 15 to 10 meters off Mary's Reef. They're drifting over. Um, some nice reef and managed to land one really good one at about 55 centimetres and then I landed a 35 and I dropped two big ones. One I reckon was definitely over 60, 65 centimetres. It just um, reefed me straight away. So didn't have much of a chance. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see that the snapper have come in nice and early this season. Uh, on lure or on bait? On soft plastic. So I was using a quarter-ounce jighead. Um, right. And a five-inch jerk, um, jerk style soft plastic. Okay, there you go, everyone. Well, any special colour or just? Um, so the special colour was baby bass. It was a Daiwa bait junkie flick, I think they call it. Um, right. So yeah, it was a baby bass colour that I was using over the weekend. Okay, that sounds good. What else has been happening around the place? Um, in the rivers, so both in Botany and Port Hacking, there's been quite a lot of kings caught of late, um, along with a heap of rats. So you sort of got to work through the rat kings to be able to get something of a bit size. Um, they're all using live baits and stuff. So in the Port Hacking, I'd be using the Port Hacking pilchers if you can find them. Um, if not, a squid or a yucca might also help as well. Same with uh, Botany Bay. Okay. No problems. Aaron, what do you got plans for this week or today? Uh, the plans the plans for today will be to just head out in the rivers and see what's going on because the last couple of weeks I've been out offshore, so the conditions have been really good. Um, but for um, today and tomorrow, I'm definitely going to be heading in the rivers to see what's about, probably targeting flooded most of the time. Uh, the freezer is a bit empty at the moment, and uh, I'm, in, I'm in need of a few flooded fillets. Okay, no worries. Okay, Aaron, thank you very much for your time. Good to catch up and look forward to catching up next week. No worries, thank you. Okay, so uh, there you go. Aaron Langdon from Lunatic Fishing. Thank you very much, yes, and you should check them out on uh, YouTube too. He put up a whole heap of content uh, during the week, Mr. Mr. Riki, a heap of it. That's good. And uh, Lunatics Fishing, Lunatics is in plural, fishing on YouTube. Go and check uh, Aaron out and give him a like and a thumbs up and a subscribe and all those things that you do there on, on YouTube. Do you do much YouTubing, Mr. Blake? Uh, not a great deal. I do um, from references, and uh, I do like Aaron's stuff, but it's worth the effort. Yeah. It's quite good. Yeah. And of course, I watch PJ on YouTube. Yes, and PJ's going to be posting some more stuff in the next couple of weeks too, which I'm looking forward to seeing. He's a, he's a class act. Class act. Yes. <laughs> and also, there's some HK sailing or something. Oh, no, that, that guy's a not. That, don't worry about him. 
Yeah, is that Hong Kong or why? Yeah. It does actually. Or is that where it should be? If you if you type in HK Sailing's one word, right? If you type it in as HK and then Hong sailing, one word it comes well. up as Hong Kong as a Hong Kong sailing thing. You know, it actually it actually stems back. People say to me, "Why is it why, why is it HK Sailing? Why is it not you know Grand Boyden Sailing or Phoenix Sailing or or whatever?" It, it all stems back from the, the YouTube channels changed because my gaming. I've uh, been heavily involved in gaming for, for quite some time and, and racing Formula One esports. Well, not quite esports level, at league level. Um, but originally, when I was playing Minecraft and posting those, I was a character called Human Chaos because that was the sort of the way that my, my games went. When I be, started driving cars, I thought, not a great name for a race car driver, is it? So we went to HK and that's how um, that all came about. So it's my, what would you call it, my alter ego, Mr. Blake? What is the reason between human chaos? How did you get that? I was basically every time I played Minecraft, I'd uh, no matter how hard I'd try, something bizarre would happen. I I was playing on a Mac uh, originally, and uh, yeah, it didn't really work that well, and I was dying in the most bizarre ways. But I played uh, ultra ultra hardcore, which anyone who's played Minecraft will know what I'm talking about. Those who won't will be be lost, but uh, made it into the top ten in the world. Well, what is, what is, again? Me being the uninitiated, what is Minecraft? Minecraft is a is a uh, what would you call a sandbox game, which is all related around square blocks, right? So, so sandbox game. So you're still playing in the dirt. Okay, that's right. Pretty much, yeah. Or quite literally, quite literally. Um, it's actually it's a, it's actually a educational edition uh, in schools because you know. Um, it, teaches kids sustainability and stuff like that, as well as killing, you know, um, creepers and skeletons. Well, and, killing, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. You've got to have a bit of killing in there. You can't, it's a game. Come on. You've got to have a bit of killing in there. But in actual fact, it's the world's most popular selling game, and a couple of years ago, outsold Tetris as a worldwide game. So, yeah. All I've got to say is bring back Space Invaders. Oh, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I like, and Galaxia. Yeah. Do you remember Galaxia? No. But we'll take a break, come back, and we'll catch up with Bobby Dean. You're listening to High Tide. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all in this. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sports has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on you, Pat. <laughs> Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure, well, thank you. In 2024... John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone, tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. Thursday night, the Newcastle Knights host the Canberra Raiders at McDonald Jones Stadium. Can Kalen Ponger and the Knights pick up where they left off last season? He goes to the line, fits give it offload. He found man who's got There's the ball. Kalen Ponger. Kalen Ponger under the post. Or will the Raiders spoil the party? Right hand side, Tarmody. Tarmody takes the ball. He's got to offload if he can. He, he does. does. Whitehead's got the ball. Oh! NRL Nation, Thursday night on 2SM.
Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian credit licence number 53500. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Ten minutes away from five here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Grant Boyden, Kieran Rieke's made his way down south again. He's back in Sydney and Alan Blake is down in Victoria. Uh, you, you, you two got a problem with each other? You sort of won't stay in the same state. <laughs> no, there's no problem there. No, we yeah. just like to be on the move, don't we? You know what happens if you stand still too long in the one spot? You get planted. you got to keep it moving, baby. (laughs) That's what they say. Let's go to Bobby Dean to find out what's happening. Morning, Bobby. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. That's good, mate. Jeez, it's muggy this morning here. 23 and a half degrees when I checked a while ago. Here in the whaler park. It's really muggy. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, chatting to a few mates around the place, mate. Yeah, fishing over last week has been pretty quiet. Been a few fish offshore, but, uh, on the freshwater side, it's as sad as a dodo. And one of my mates, Sando from Bateman, he rang me yesterday, he's been fishing back end of Burrell and end up in the Clyde and that, been having a balls with brim and flatties. Been donating, yeah, he mainly uses minnows rather than plastics and uh, just putting a cystox on them. Um, Yeah, he's donated quite a few expensive lures. So that's what happens. Fish with too light a gear in the the timber. But uh, he's heard nothing down around the beaches. I've heard nothing that mate from the rumour. Uh, come further up the coast, Lake Illawarra and well, plenty of crabs, good size, flathead, bream, beefy whiting on the beaches. Um, up here of Sydney, Wanda beaches, the whiting are very slow off there. That usual run of dart. But, uh, offshore, you know, a few fish, a few yellowfin out wide. Um, 
it was really hard to get results from the interclub last weekend. I know there's yellowfin that's 76 kilo caught, which is a really nice fish, and generally they're on plastic, oh, you know, on lures, artificials. Um, I've heard nothing from the horsery. The harbour itself has got a lot of bream in it, a few uh, flathead mighty. And the boys, the jetty jockeys, fishing the walls of the night time for Jews have been hooking a few, but they only landing half or half a fish. Uh, the tax man's been giving them a hard time. Uh, you know, they, they threaten species. <laughs> you know, it's like groper, mate. They're threatened too. I uh, posted, Bobby, I posted on uh, the High Tide Facebook page a uh, video that uh, Mark Benaziak has put up uh, with a guy that's been studying uh, these fish for about 28 years. Well worth having a look at that video, my friend. Well worth having a look. Yeah, well, look, look, I'm old enough to remember the original ban on the caption because Spiros wiped them out. They're such a curious fish. Now, Spiros have always banned since when I open up a fish is bag limit or two, whatever. Smart. They're not a fish a lot of anglers target, especially with the bigger ones. Not about, you know, you I've quite quite a few but I ain't landed any generally I don't fish more than about twenty pound line off the stone. But you know, this is like closing the freeway because they booked a few people speeding. It just makes as much sense. You know? These politicians have got all the integrity of rice bubble in hot water. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, how can you ban something? You don't even know what it is. Get a photo of it. What's that? I don't know. That's a blue grape. How do you qualify to get in the Greens on the Labor Party? Oh, it's it's like the university entrance. They're lowering it all the time. Oh, mate. Yeah. Yeah, That's why, you know, you go to university, yeah, right. Yeah. You're better off leaving school at 15 and third form and, and going to Granville Tech, get a trade. <laughs> I don't know about Granville Tech. <laughs> not learning much out there, right? I grew up with a lot of blokes that went to Granville Tech. I, I think yeah. they must have taught boxing there. No, and have and, and uh, gave everybody a screwdriver to remove hubcaps off cars. <laughs> Good tech, mate. <laughs> Do you go there? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll say no more. Back in the 70s? Oh, 60s, the 50s. I thought it had closed by then. I'm talking about the blokes that went there in the 50s. Yeah, they'll probably be building it. I can't tell you, I was at the out at uh, the Bella Vista Hospital for a day on Thursday. Yeah. And um, they were said to me, you know, Kieran, you're the oldest client that we have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the previous one was Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kieran, have you heard anything from down south? Yeah. Well, spill the beans. Well, it's fishing quite good down there, the- that's what I was talking about, the water temperature. They can't believe it. So up around 27, 28 degrees and 22, 23 and 4, uh, heading into the mouth of the rivers and into the lakes. Yeah, but that happens. It does. And it's nothing to do with that so-called stuff that they talk about, climate change. Oh, look. What it's about they said things. we're going to have extra, extra ex- excessive days of heat? 
next summer. Some in some areas up to 12, 14, 15 days extra, where the temperatures will be in the, the 40s again. Looking forward so to when that starts. We used to have 100 degree days and have it weeks on end when I was a kid. Mate, I remember the same, mate, as a kid. But then again, those days there wasn't even gravel. Um, there wasn't bloody bitching on the roads half the time. Bobby, we've got to leave it there, my friend. We've got the news approaching. Thanks very much. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. I will, mate. I will chat to you tomorrow. You're listening to High Tide. It's approaching news time at the top of the hour. We'll be back with more on the other side of this.